You're listening to The Invisible Blog. I wish I could say I'm surprised about Georgia. I really do. When I was eight, my father took me to New York City for the first time, and knowing I'd be upset or bothered at the sight of the homeless lining the street, he got about ten bucks in quarters, nickels, and dimes and gave it to me to give to anyone we saw along the street asking for it. And no sooner did we reach the very first person asking for change when I emptied the entire contents of my tiny pockets into his cup, gave him every penny I had. And the homeless guy turns to my dad and says, Little man has a heavy hand. Three or four years later, we're shopping in an outlet mall. Surrounded by fleece, I've wandered off on my own, and a tired man in sweatpants and a t-shirt asked me if I could spare some change. His wife had just had a baby, and if I could spare 40 bucks, he could get a taxi with a baby seat, and he could pick up her and the baby and take him home. I was appalled at his situation. I assured him I didn't have any money, but my dad did, and off we wandered through the store to find him. Honestly, I think the guy was just too high to recognize I was a kid when he first approached me, but as we turned the corner of a rack to find my giant of a father, his eyes grew wide and his facade faltered. Mine did not. I practically dragged this guy over to my dad, retelling the story for him and asking my dad to help. I'd never been conned before. This is just what good people did. It was right out of an after-school special. My father got very still, and stillness in my father was dangerous. That's something I grew to recognize later in my life, but that my hustler recognized right away. He started to speak, but my father stepped between me and the man, handed him $20, and said... Go away. He went. I was horrified. My father loved this part of the story. Excuse me, I said to my father in my 11-year-old indignation. He needs $40 for his baby at the hospital, not 20 My father explained gently. I was outraged, betrayed, I burst into tears and was inconsolable. And to make matters worse, on the way out, we saw the guy pulling the exact same con on a new mark near the exit. On the ride home, I remember my father saying suddenly to my mother, ah, I should have punched him in the fucking throat. My mother hushed him, and I vowed with reddened face and tiny bald fists never to be conned again. I was wrong. Girl down the street came over to play and stole my Nintendo. A boy I knew in middle school borrowed my Magic the Gathering cards and then suddenly didn't want to be my friend anymore and never returned them. Watching late night TV over the years, I bought a dehydrator, Magic Fishing Lures, I've still never been fishing, and was only just saved by my mother from purchasing a set of replica samurai swords with my bar mitzvah money. The adults and those who have known better around me have always just sadly shaken their heads and loved me for who I am. I'm lucky. My mother, to this day, threatens to write a novel called The Sucker about a teenager who falls for everything until one day it turns out to be real based on my life. I think it'll be a good book. 
But I'd be lying if I didn't admit with each little cut, I've gotten colder. Colder is the only word I have for it. I'm always mad at first, like the first time with the outlet mall when a, a friend borrowed $500 a few years ago for rent money that I never saw again, or last month when a GoFundMe I backed for moving and medical expenses went to drugs as I found out when his mother tagged me and all the other donors in a Facebook post to let us know where my money had gone and that, let's call him Brian, was headed to rehab. I messaged her, please untag me. I hope he feels better. And she messaged back, he loves your podcast. He's such a huge fan. I'll tell him you say hi. Like a bad comedy. And in each of these little moments, I've ranged in my head and then gradually grown colder. I click the donate button, but I click it slower than I used to. I pick up the phone less often from old friends out of the blue. I don't take out my headphones when someone asks me to anymore. With each little wound, the ability to wound me has gotten harder. Not impossible, mind you. One of my examples was from a month ago, but harder. But this year, man, politics has turned me to ice. For clarity, you have to understand that as long as I've been politically aware in any serious way, the good guys have won. When I was in kindergarten, Mayor Bucci, Peter Bucci, my kindergarten friend's father, won the mayoral race. I voted for Obama twice. He won twice. I mean, sure, I remember when my parents were bummed about Bush winning, but less than when the Red Sox won the World Series, way less in my father's case. No, this November was the first chilling moment when I realized just how stupid and selfish, how downright evil and poisonous this notion of we the people could be. And since that moment, Everyone in America has done a really good job of proving me right, from Montana to tonight. Now, look, I know I have an audience with nowhere near my privilege who are probably thinking to themselves right now, oh, poor little white boy, did you just figure out the world isn't fair at the age of 30? And to them I say, okay, well, first of all, I say, Hey, go fuck yourself. You're an unempathetic prick. Turns out my suffering is still bad, even though you think I should have been woke personally earlier. Uh, but asshole-ish or not, it deserves acknowledgement. So here, once again, yeah, I want to say for those people and to those people, I should have known better. Give yourself some points. So no, I'm not surprised about Georgia. And... I won't be surprised in 2018 when things go just as they always have, when red states go red and blue states go blue and purple states go purple in a way that nothing changes or matters. Honestly, I won't really be surprised if in 2020 Trump wins again because the Democrats are too busy eating our own and voters find themselves unable to vote for anyone but the bisexual little person running on the Antifa platform they supported in the primary. I won't be surprised when rights, healthcare, and the lives of the people I care about are stripped away for the short dollar because being the bad guy in history only matters if you aren't dead. And by the time anyone turns out to 
really, truly be the bad guy, they're dead. Hell, even Hitler wasn't around to lose the war. And don't get me wrong, I'll be sad. I'll be angry. I just refuse to be surprised. I don't have it in me anymore to be hopeful. It's exhausting. It's been a while since I've had ghosts or gods, but the last faith I had to lose was in people. But I'll still keep giving to your GoFundMe. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. This was a little extra free thing that hit me tonight as I watched the election results roll in. If you enjoy the blog and you'd like to hear the afterthoughts that are on most of my paid posts, please consider supporting at patreon.com slash Eli Bosnick. I did a phenomenal hour-long review with Thomas Smith this afternoon about art and being an artist and writer's block and fears, and that's going to be out for my higher-level patrons in the next couple of weeks, so never been a better time to support. Thanks for listening.